The European Society for Medical Oncology Annual Meeting 2022 took place on the 9th to the 13th of September in Paris, France. We had loads of great updates and discussions during the meeting and spoke to the presenters of some of the biggest trials. In this podcast, we're hearing from leading experts about the key trials in breast cancer. First, we heard from Dr. Eliza Agostinetto about three of the biggest trials for metastatic breast cancer, presented at ESMO 2022. First of all, let me say that uh, so far it really has been a very exciting Congress, uh, a very great ESMO 2022 with so many interesting data presented um, yesterday and, and today. Yesterday, for instance, we saw this uh, proffered paper uh, session on metastatic breast cancer with so many interesting data that were presented there. Just to mention a couple of studies, maybe uh, the Tropics 02, the overall survival data were presented yesterday by Dr. Rugo. And uh, just to give a bit of context, uh, Tropics 02 is a randomized phase three trial uh, that tested Sacituzumab uh, Govitecan versus treatment of physician's choice in patients with pretreated hormone receptor positive HER2 negative metastatic breast cancer. And uh, the landmark analysis of this trial had already been presented at ASCO 2022. So uh, from ASCO 2022, we already knew that uh, Sacituzumab govitecan was associated with a significantly improved progression-free survival compared to treatments of physician's choice. Although the magnitude of benefit was not uh, uh, huge, but I want to underline that the, the kind of patients that were enrolled in Tropics O2 are patients that were heavily pretreated with between two and four prior lines of treatment in the metastatic setting. And uh, what we observed at ESMO uh, 2022 yesterday were the data on overall survival because uh, at ASCO 2022, this data on overall survival were still immature. And what we observed yesterday was uh, that Sacituzuma govitecan is associated again with a significant improvement in terms of overall survival. Again, the magnitude of benefit is limited, is around three months with an hazard ratio of 0.79. But still, I want to underline that the kind of population enrolled in this study consists in heavily pretreated patients. So patients for whom we do not have so many therapeutic uh, options uh, in our clinical practice. Uh, so it is a population that really represents a high unmet medical need. So it's interesting to see that such Tudzumab govitecan, that is an agent that is uh, uh, changing the treatment landscape, for instance, in triple negative breast cancer in second line, is still also uh, showing some promising results also in other breast cancer subtypes, like patients for the hormone receptor positive HER2 negative uh, breast cancer. And uh, besides uh, Tropics uh, uh, O2, also we saw the results from the Monarch 3 trial. Monarch 3 is a randomized phase 3 trial uh, testing uh, the addition of a bemacyclib to endocrine therapy with aromatase inhibitors for patients with hormone receptor positive HER2 negative metastatic breast cancer in first line. And again, also for Monarch 3, we had already saw the results in terms of progression-free survival that had been published in JCO in 2017 that showed a significant improvement 
in progression free survival associated with abdemacyclib. What we saw yesterday at ASMO 2022 were the data in overall survival. Actually, this is an interim uh, overall survival analysis, the interim analysis too. And abdemacyclib is associated with a numerical longer overall survival compared to placebo, but these results did not meet the statistical, uh, the threshold of statistical significance as per a statistical study design. I want to underline that this is not the final overall survival analysis. The final overall survival analysis will be performed around two, in, in 2023 when the number of events, both in the intention to treat population and in this subgroup of patients that were the patients with visceral metastasis will be reached. So uh, hopefully we will see this overall survival, final overall survival analysis in, in 2023. And again, uh, other, yeah, another study that was presented yesterday that I just want to mention because uh, I think it's very interesting was the, the synergy trial. So Dr. Buistre presented the results of the primary endpoint of synergy. Synergy is a phase two randomized clinical trial that tested the combination of oleclumab, that is a, a monoclonal antibody anti-CD73, in combination with the immune checkpoint inhibitors durvalumab and chemotherapy as first line for patients with metastatic triple negative breast cancer. And the primary endpoint of the trial was the clinical benefit rate at 24 weeks. And unfortunately, uh, the, the addition of oleclumab didn't show an improvement in terms of clinical benefit rate at 24 weeks, so the study is negative. But I think that there are some very interesting aspects in this study. For instance, the fact that in both arms there were some exceptional long-lasting responses, and I think that it would be very interesting to see the results of the translational analysis of this trial that are ongoing, and also, for instance, to understand whether there are some differences uh, at a translational level between these patients with this exceptional long-lasting response and patients who didn't respond to, to the treatment, for instance. We also caught up with Professor Fabrice Andre about results from the Monarch Hair trial. Monarch Hair trial is a phase two randomized trial that tests the efficacy of a CDK46 inhibitor, abemacyclib, in patients with metastatic HER2 overexpressing, hormone receptor positive breast cancer. So the design is the standard arm is chemotherapy plus trastuzumab. And there are two experimental arms. One is trastuzumab plus abemacyclib. The other one is trastuzumab plus abemacyclib plus fluvestron. We have previously reported that uh, there was a, a, a PFS uh, trend for improvement. And now we report the overall survival results. So what the results are telling? The results are telling that the median overall survival was 20 months in the conventional uh, arm, standard arm, and was 29, 31 months in the experimental arm. The difference is not statistically significant because uh, it's a phase two randomized trial. Nevertheless, it suggests that uh, targeting CDK46 inhibitor could be effective in patients with uh, HER2 positive, uh, hormone receptor positive, metastatic 
breast cancer. So the next step in this field is to test this hypothesis in a formal phase three trial, and some trials are currently ongoing. So we will know at the time of the release of this trial whether this could be a, a new standard of care. Finally, we spoke with Dr. Naoto Ueno about patient-reported outcomes from Destiny Breast 04. I think everybody knows the Breast uh, Destiny uh, 04 study. It's a study basically comparing uh, uh, TDXD, trastuzumab drugs, TCAN, comparing to uh, treatment uh, physician choices. And we know that they have a fantastic efficacy improvement and also the toxicity is quite in a reasonable phase. So I think this study that we're, pre uh, we're presenting is uh, focusing on patient-reported outcome. And patient-reported outcome is really giving a patient's perspective uh, with a balance between efficacy and toxicity. So the study already included to do a PRO survey and we did a three uh, basically validated questionnaires. And what we have shown from this study is uh, quality of life is quite well maintained while receiving TDXD. Of course, uh, chemotherapy they maintain quite well also. However, uh, but the primary, what we call the global health uh, status, uh, the time to deter definitive time to deterioration is much longer in the TDXD compared to the regular chemotherapy that patient received in, in this study. And when you actually look into the subset of the toxicity, uh, most of the symptoms, including particularly like, a, not side effect, but a, like pain was a, there was a dramatic improvement. The hazard ratio was about 0 0.4. Uh, as you know, the TDXD has a lot of, uh, uh, could have a lot of nausea. So. Uh, the concern always has been that is this going to really deteriorate over the course of the treatment? And we did notice that at cycle three and cycle five, there is worsening on the TDXD side, but it didn't really last. So what I'm trying to say is that overall, the toxicity such as nausea was stable over the course of the treatment. So really what it confirms is that uh, we know that efficacy is uh, quite good on the TDXD side, and a patient is uh, also feeling that way. So it gives us a confidence for the practitioner to use this drug in the setting of low HER2 positive metastatic breast cancer. That wraps up our highlights in breast cancer from ESMO 2022. We have loads more interviews with experts in breast cancer and beyond on vjoncology.com, so why not explore? If you enjoyed this podcast, then you can subscribe on your favourite podcast app including Spotify and Apple, to make sure you don't miss an episode. And follow us on Twitter for all the latest updates in oncology. Stay tuned for more podcasts covering the highlights from ESMO 2022.